Hey guys, we're back. This is Nods here, along with Ness. Welcome back to Heart on the Mic, brought to you by The Exchange Project. We're actually live together, sitting side by side, which it's been months, months. right? <laughs> so we're super excited about recording together and just bringing an episode. Uh, so let's just hop right into it. How have you been since we last talked or even recorded together i've been good stranger no um a lot of changes i feel like are happening um you know slow little things nothing major but um still you know trying to figure out work things and mom things a little bit of the same stuff but there is definitely change happening and i don't know just we've been a little bit uh, more on uh, communicating a little bit yeah. better, which has been better than last month. Yeah, <laughs> which is like so good. I love that because we've definitely been missing each other. That's for sure. Yes, I've been missing I you. <laughs> Literally, we always talk about like, are we really friends? Like, we're hanging out today after this recording. Yeah, so that's a baby step. <laughs> I know. I was actually happy when you sent that text because I was like, oh, do we record or do we go out? And I was yeah. like, we've been talking about having like our homegirl hour, just having <laughs> time for ourselves as friends and not really like the business end of things, but yeah. just hanging out to hang out. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're finally going to do that. Yeah. So exciting. But yeah, literally this is going to be our first time since we started recording together. I know. First besides, time of the year too. Yeah. Well, even besides social events, because we see each other, but like literally hanging out, we're bad because we've been recording mm-hmm. for over a year. Oh, I feel sick though. I know. No, we hung out at the pool. Never mind. This summer. We yeah. Did, we did. We did. Yeah. We're good. But it's definitely uh, like putting us to the test, I feel yeah. like, which is good because it's that consistency that you know you want to find in like any friendship so yeah I love that keep me on point you keep I keep you on point you know iron sharpens iron sharpens iron yes (laughs) so we're here this is exciting I know yeah but we're kind of like what do we start what do we start yeah (laughs) well like anything I think we're just like always excited to talk always excited to share our hearts yeah so yesterday we had a conversation were we on the phone we were on the phone yeah we just checked in on each other i don't even know what brought the call about talking about recording today yeah and um you were just telling me about your like tendency to jump the gun Mm -hmm. and i'm so guilty of that as well i just get really excited about new opportunities or just being able to help or have my hands in whatever it may be that needs help or I think I can bring something to the table um so it leaves me where I am today which in my last episode I talked about which is um over commitment and just um being burnt out and not having a a grip of what I'm doing and my time management and stuff has been crazy someone asked me about the episode today too um It was recorded in December, so sorry for not saying that in the episode, but it was just something that still applies to me and my behavior and just something I'm trying to pick up on and clean up. But I just, as always, when we talk about things, we're always like 
what is it? Like, on the same page, yeah. can relate. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of similar habits. We do. Um, so we were just talking about jumping the gun, and uh, do you want to talk about what that's looked like for you, or how you're getting through that now, yeah. I guess? Yeah, so previously, like I had mentioned, you know, about jumping into personal training, I was wanting to set, well, I still do want to set a part-time and be able to train clients and whatnot, but what I didn't fully think about was, like, what it's going to look like and how it's going to affect also my dad because I'm not trying to just leave him hanging. Yeah. And um, so I didn't think about things like that. Um, and then also the fact that it might not uh, take off as quickly as I thought. So I was very excited just thinking like, oh, it's just, people are just going to come to me and I'm just going <laughs> to be set and I'm going to be doing it. But in reality, like all things, that's not what it looks like. So it's just like, whoa, okay, let me take a step back. I'm glad I didn't straight up quit my job. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and thankfully it's my dad. So obviously, like, he'd take me right back. But um, yeah, just things like that. It's just those sometimes you can be super excited about things and Mm -hmm. you have the vision for it. Like, all things you know we have we have the vision and then all of a sudden it's just like whoa okay like this is gonna take a lot more um thorough thought and a lot more (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys we're recording at church so just telling you now if there's any background noise we apologize (laughs) yes sorry so yeah that's kind of where um my mind has been um kind of just still still the goal is still to train people the goal is still to be able to find that outlet for myself because I do love fitness I do have the like heart to help people in that sense um but now necessarily I think I still have to focus on the priorities and what's important and what's gonna keep me stable yeah because I mean that's the number one thing like you never want to lose your stability Mm -hmm. from jumping the gun into something that you don't pray about or that you didn't think about at all so yeah now I'm just like taking a step back and having those thoughts and processing that which is fine yeah and it's important to like pray before you make such a big decision and I was on the opposite end of the spectrum what was it like two years ago now when I quit my job and I started a journey of just like not being not working yeah and initially too it was something that I was praying about but then I quit out of emotion so then the second in the process the second job that I had after that like I did pray on it and like it was a step of faith to where I was obedient to the spirit just quitting my job even though I was just like what about my stability and stability is just just such an important thing to talk about too like it plays such a big role in um the effects of jumping the gun or even taking a step out in faith yeah and what that looks like and really just knowing what you want and the principle like the foundation of who you are and Mm -hmm. what you're going to be like what your really focus is because that's what stability is and if you don't know those things then you're gonna so easily be astray or taken away and that's something that I have been mindful of because I'm at the point right now to where I'm working uh, 40 plus hours a week at my full-time job plus I'm doing two side gigs nannying and and technically caregiving and like a thought that crossed my head is like don't 
go astray. Like, you need to fix yourself, your focus on ministry and serving God and not getting distracted by your other duties because those other duties are secondary and my primary focus is God and ministry. So it's just important to be mindful and to be aware when you are like at a point at a crossroad to where you can go full full force in um, derailing yourself mm-hmm. where you take that step back to be like, okay, I need to chill. I need to make sure that I gain that stability back. And I yeah. feel like that's where I'm at today, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and making those decisions is hard too because if you don't think about it, you, you're also just... Um, being a little bit careless in the in the areas that it might affect like I Mm -hmm. said you know I was being a little bit careless and not thinking my dad might still need me you know to work these hours or if I'm um, taking all this time to train clients what is this going to look like and for my home life Mm -hmm. Um, so different things like that I mean you have your marriage and you have to check in with your husband and make sure like things things are going to work out and you don't want to jump the gun and then have him be like, wait a minute, like, oh, you know, that's not going to work out for us. Yeah. But you're like, oh, but it works out for me, <laughs> you know? So different things like that is definitely things to consider. Um, you know, even for me when I, I've i been training at home and I'm having the kids that need me, you know, they need snacks and they need this and they need that. So it's just like, okay, how can I use my time as wisely as possible too? Um, but it's just, it's not working out for me right now. Yeah. So yeah, it really isn't. So I'm, I, it's still there. I still want to pursue that, but I'm just going to have to find a different way around it. So I definitely did jump the gun. And that's something that I keep telling myself too, is I need to like get my stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like as annoying as it sounds to have a set schedule and to have a routine, like for people like us who want to do additional things on top of our already full plate, like it's so important. Like, and you hear about all these, you know, people and, you know, their suggestions on how to plan your day or whatever. You really don't have to do your day the way that they do their day. But the point in it is that there's organization. Mm -hmm. There is... Um, really a thought, a plan, a structure behind it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that I lack right now. I'm just like, okay, well, I can go grocery shopping when I have time. I'll put gas when I'm on my way to a gas, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I feel like I just need to be more, just more prepared and use my time a lot better. And I talked to a friend of mine that I haven't seen in a while, and she told me she was like, what is it to have an extra $150 working this amount of hours when you're not um, having your house in order? She's like, it's better to sacrifice those almost $200 so that you have your sanity and your, mm-hmm. your life in order. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So that's what brought me to the decision, too, of, like, not trying to take on three jobs mm-hmm. and just, you know, stepping back to you as well. And Um, It's just important to be really mindful or even like a few episodes back, we talked about like this exact thing and, you know, knowing um, our words and stuff like that. And I made a comment like, oh, well, I put so much into um, the family. I pour so much into the family that I nanny for. Like sometimes I feel like I deserve to be paid more. Mm -hmm. And like after that episode, like that sat with me Mm -hmm. and God was 
you know, the spirit just like convicted me like, oh, so now you feel entitled. Mm -hmm. And the spirit just like led me to thinking like, well, you're not always on time, yet they still don't tell you anything. Yeah. You know, if you have to call out, they let you call out. If um, you're hungry, you can open that refrigerator. Like, if you want to take a call, you can take it at any time. There's 100% flexibility and yeah. just stuff like that. And I challenged myself. I was like, okay, I'm not going to ask for a raise until I get there on time for at least a week in a row. And if I'm being brutally honest, I did not hit that. Aww that that Aww. challenge but it's you know I'm at a point now to where it's like uh my last day with them is on Friday mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I never said anything yeah. because I had so much more to improve on like yeah. yes I bring a lot to the table when I'm there but how badly does it reflect on me as a Christian about not being on time yeah. for when I say I'm gonna be there even though it's not a big deal you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be led by our conviction and yeah. by the way we act and the way we um, present ourselves yeah. in all aspects of our life. So I got convicted about that too. So yeah. that's a little update because I've had people ask me like, hey, did you ask for that raise? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Uh, but that's the truth behind it is because I wasn't on my A game. Yeah. Like I could have been on time more, you know? Yeah. That's even what- though it was like five, ten minutes to me it was just like it wasn't appropriate yeah you know yeah that's a salt like that's a solid heart check right there Mm -hmm. like on yourself and I can like totally relate to that because I have full flexibility with my dad and that's another thing that you know that ties into that is just being thankful for where you are Mm -hmm. also in the moment because jumping the gun is like one of those risky things and for me it was just like okay I want to do all these things and I want to step out but like how prepared really am I to do this like probably not even 50% capacity of like a fully thought out plan whereas I have the security of my job I have the ability to call in and say like hey I'm gonna be a little bit late same you know I'm gonna be late you want some tacos too and my job is such a Honestly, it's such a blessing. Like, I think about it. I'm like, I have my meals paid for at work. Yeah. I have flexibility. This past, these past two weeks, my kids were sick. And I was driving back and forth, picking kids up from school. Had I thrown myself into, a, like, a different job and I'm not able to have the, that same liberty, like, my... Then you're doing that on be, the clock, right? Yeah on the clock and then so it'd be a lot more chaotic for me so it was really just also a step back and like God telling me like be thankful because you're under my covering and like Mm. your dad is you know you know we we as Christians believe like you know we're the servant and we have our master and like to me God like really just had to check me and say like you're under my covering you're under my blessing like why so bad do you want to get out of it wow um to and it was and it's not that it's like I have these selfish desires, but it's just like, just be thankful that you're blessed right now and whatever you're working on, it will come, but mm-hmm. slow down also, like think about it because you, sometimes we do do that, you know, we're like so frustrated at our job and we're so focused on the negative too, you know, like you said, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not being valued and I felt the same way too. I'm always like, well, I felt uh, like I was being valued, but I was like, well, make a little more money yeah yeah me too I'm like oh I could definitely like ask my dad for a raise but I'm just like okay but I'm just sitting here like am I like cleaning up or like am I doing going above and beyond yeah and that sometimes that's the thing too that wow like revelation um when we can't even do 
the little that is entrusted to us, like mm. how do we can we expect more? I was just thinking I'm not lying, <laughs> like just being faithful in what you have now. Like yeah. are you being faithful in that? And that's just something I've been so like burdened by mm. lately because I hopped into this job and I was praying about it for sure. Like yeah. we all know how long it took for me to get the job. <laughs> and um I just felt so guilty because I started, like, it was a drawn out process, but once I found out I could start, it was, like, right away. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I I didn't, and I still need to, I didn't communicate with my leadership, like, hey, I'm not going to be here on Sundays anymore, Mm -hmm. and I'm only going to be here Fridays. Like, that creates a burden for my leadership because now my position needs to be filled and covered and stuff like that, and I didn't even do that. And I was just like, wow, God, how can I expect to be blessed in my new job that I'm leaving ministry for on yeah. Sundays um, when I haven't even been faithful in making sure that it's covered? Yes, his covering is upon everything that we do if we ask him. Yeah. But he also asks you know, us to be faithful in what he gives us and to serve him wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and to, you know, to to give to him in in a way that's uh, like we're honored like it's a privilege to be able to Mm -hmm. serve it's a privilege to be able to even just be called a christian because he gives us so many things and spiritual gifts and stuff like that and i'm just like wow god i'm so sorry like i've let you down by not like by not living up or not even living up but not delivering all that I need to not valuing it not treating it like if it's a privilege you know because because if it's something that it's a privilege like you know when you're a teenager and you get a privilege to come home later like if you know you're gonna be one minute late you're calling your mom 20 minutes in advance like you don't want to lose that privilege you Mm -hmm. know unless you want to risk it and that's a whole other story that's just rebellion I'm like god I don't want to I don't want to you know, push that aside, like, if it's not important now because you gave me what I wanted, like, still Mm -hmm. act right with what you have, you know, that's That's just where I've been, like, in my mind. No, you just saying that right now is putting me in check and, like, putting so much more into perspective, too, because, you know, this is my dad's business, Mm -hmm. this is his well-being, you know, this is his livelihood, if I'm neglectful, with somebody else's business, somebody else's money, somebody else's time, mm-hmm. how am I prepared to handle my own business? Yeah. How am I setting, you know, I'm basically setting myself up for failure. I should be learning from this. I should be taking, a, you know, notes from my dad. He is a business person. He knows, you know, he's been running a business for 20 something years. And here I am sitting back, being neglectful, kicking my feet up on the desk and I, and I want the responsibility of having my own business, my own clients. But it's like, no, you know, like you, you can't even handle this. And maybe sometimes the pressure turns into an excuse. Mm-hmm. And you start, when we start looking at things negatively, you know, especially at me at my job. Like, well, it is a little bit different because family tension and emotions and stuff. But other than that, yeah, I mean, definitely... If I can't even handle being responsible in my workplace, how could I take on? How could I be wanting to take on so much more? Mm-hmm. If you even saying that um, with my husband being a business mm-hmm. owner, it just made me think of the fact like, imagine when the world turns, and one day, if you're a business owner, would you want 
an employee like yourself? Oh, no. <laughs> I would fire that person. Right? <laughs> so yeah. thinking in that way, like, yeah, um, it just made me think of a scripture. And um, I just pulled it up right now in Luke 631. I'll just read the NIV. It says, do to others as you would have them do mm-hmm. to you. Yes. And it's just so important to be mindful of scriptures like that because so many times... Um, we get so caught up in, you know, me, but it's more than just mm-hmm. us. Like it's there's so many people involved in wherever we have our our hands tied, and we're just a piece of it. Yeah. And it's just like you have to consider everybody else. And at the end of the day, like it's like the scripture is like Mando, like do to others as you would have them do to you. Yeah. Like if the role was turned, how would you want? this to go and just like thinking about it as you're going through whatever it is that you're going through or like whatever it is that you're doing you know yeah um wow I know what a heart what a real like reality check right now because sometimes we do think it's so easy you know and and it's okay like we're not saying like um I'm like how to put this we're not saying like don't all of a sudden give up screensaver okay all of a sudden like give up on chasing your dream or that vision but make sure that you're not burning those bridges too Mm -hmm. you know because that can happen um you could be very stable in a place a workplace or whatever and you you jump into something and it totally fails and you didn't take that time like you said you gave your two weeks you're glad you did that but some people don't yeah um I would tell Brian this all the time because he would never quit his jobs properly. I would tell him, like, you're burning bridges. Like, there's a proper way to do it. Like, when you when you do things like that, you're not able to use your last job as a reference because you just up and left. Yeah. That's so irresponsible of you. And you're kind of just leaving, like, a bad track record for yourself as well. Yeah. Thankfully, that's not the case with me yeah. because my dad has been my only employee. But it is, I mean... Employer. Employer. <laughs> Dang it. But it, I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people, you know, especially, like... If you do go from job to job, it's something to consider where it's just like, oh, I'm going to go where where they're paying me better. I'm going to go where there's better benefits. I'm going to mm-hmm. go where there's this or that. And you want to jump the gun for those things, but you're also not thinking about how it that that constantly jumping the gun affects like what your track record looks like, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. And it was... And- Speaking of employment too, like I haven't technically been an employee for a company for um, two years, going on two mm-hmm. years or a year, a forty-hour job, well, like a yeah. legit job for like <laughs> two years, <laughs> legit job. <laughs> well, because I was a server and stuff like that, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, and like just being like an employee now, and like being someone who's fresh out of training and like trying to apply this stuff, like. Something that's, and it's totally off topic, but just talking about Mm -hmm. work, like, it's been discouraging for me because, you know, you see so many people do their job the way that they think is best and that works for them. Mm -hmm. And, like, my supervisor is somebody who runs a tight ship, uh, ship and stuff like that, and just her ways her approach and stuff like that was even making me think of like the way I need to do things and um 
like the spirit just convicted me and it was just like it's not about authority here like I'm my command to you is to love Mm -hmm. and whatever that is whatever that looks like whatever that individual needs Mm -hmm. you need to love on them yeah and I'll do the rest like and in the field that I work in it's all about like power struggles Mm -hmm. that's something I learned through training the whole time is like you do not want to get into a power struggle with the client yeah like they need to know that you're the like authority Mm -hmm. and to respect you but at the end of the day like don't let that allow you to get big headed and stuff yeah but like just even being on the floor it's a whole different world and like something that God has just been telling me like this week because I came home really upset the other day and it was just like no you just need to love there's no strategy there's no um like because I was like well I can get my own flow to see Mm -hmm. what works for me and the clients yeah but like God was telling me like no it's not about like a strategy or the system or the flow that works for you you just need to love on them that's Mm -hmm. why you're here so it's just like, okay, God, whatever that looks like, just help me to be obedient and just yeah. to not get caught up in, like, a power struggle at mm-hmm. all. And it's just so important to, like, in all that we do, just to be Christ-like, Christ-like to be mindful yeah. of that representation that you're talking about yeah. and whatever it may be, that trail that we're leaving, that impression, that effect, that mm-hmm. print we're leaving on whoever's life it is, whether we meet them one day or we spend years with them it's just important and God is just bringing me back to that again because I've been so caught up in in the go you know yeah. someone texted me the other day how are you and I text them the uh a gif of the road runner uh-huh and I was like yeah I was like that's how I feel right now I don't want to be caught in that just yeah on the go on the go like I seen something that says like enjoy the experience a few mm-hmm. weeks back and I'm like I just need to enjoy yeah. the ride whatever it may look like right now god just help me do that so just be sure to do all that you do in love and and with patience with patience yeah because not mindless yeah yeah because i mean if you're if you're not being patient then you are jumping the gun basically Mm -hmm. and and you know i have been asking god for for you know like another job or for me to be able to work in like something that I have passion for but at the same time I I do need to be thankful for where I'm at and 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 be patient because maybe God's trying to show me something through Mm -hmm. this you know like I if I eventually want to be a business person whether I'm working in the field that I want to or not this still applies to where I want to be eventually and um not only that I'm so blessed to be able to work with my dad and like you said, you know, leaving that impression and leaving, making sure we're um, giving that example of Christ towards others. Um, God has definitely just been telling me, like, look, you've been with your dad like all these years. You have him a limited amount of time because we all know life is, you know, here and then gone tomorrow. And God just told me, like, you know what, like, share scriptures with your dad, like, talk to him about me, like, you're here, you have this time with him, you're the only one that spends every single day Day. with your dad, Mm. and I'm just like, you know what, like, till the Lord takes my dad away from me, like, I'll work for him if that's what God wants me to do, like, I could care less about chasing this dream if, like, he placed me there to minister to him, and I really had to accept that. Dude, yeah. the other day when I text you, 
remember I was like, oh, we need to get back onto our devos. Yeah. The reason why I text you that is because, like, that was us, like, discipling each mm-hmm. other. And I was listening to the podcast, Reform <laughs> Vasa. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Right? <laughs> and, like, it just really encouraged me, like, discipleship yeah. and just w- working all these hours that I've been working. I've neglected to, like, check on the people that God has given me and, like, entrusted and put under my wing yeah. to, like, disciple. And then one of the people, I text them, and then they're having to, they're going to be coming to the event tomorrow. Mm. So I'm like, okay, God, it's just a simple text or a call or whatever it may be. Like, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I seriously do. Like, yeah. I enjoy discipling people specifically even outside of the church who aren't coming like let me be that church to them away from the church and um it was just a moment that was like wow you've allowed working to rob you of something that you delight in and that you take joy in like it was like a a true like heart check like homegirl you need to simmer and just be intentional about the people yeah. that you have relationships with because there's so many people out there that are on the go and you know not slowing down yeah. don't be that like yeah. slow down be intentional and love on those who um, may not have other Christians in their life yeah. or that specific people like I am the only Christian that they you know know like what am I modeling to them like oh she's just a Christian she just goes to church like yeah. it's so much more than that yeah. so like that's that's a blessing to know that you two are yeah. on that page for like discipleship is doesn't have to be like hey let, let's have a bible study right now like yes it is but there's other parts to it like hey dad you know i read this scripture today like yeah i, mean, I just wanted to share it with you or hey you know god's doing this in my life right now and like i love to do that with my husband like oh my gosh like I didn't think I was gonna this was gonna happen but but God you Mm -hmm. know and just those moments are just so precious to just slow down and actually do it is what I'm trying to do yeah I love that I mean yeah ultimately the call for us is to make disciples Mm -hmm. and it's like we have the opportunity to do those things every day and it it goes back to what I was saying like I was able to tie this in that if we're not faithful with the little bit that we have then how can we expect more from god and it's like if i can't even disciple my dad Mm -hmm. um in my workplace and i'm gonna be having clients come like clients that don't know god you know um and i could and it could easily become a thing of influence for me where it's just like it just becomes work 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 and i'm not sharing maybe god is bringing these people to my life and i'm not being, being that example, being that being example. That yeah. So how can if I can't do it with one person that I see every single day, how can, how can do I with all those clients? Yes, exactly. Dang. Yeah. Good stuff. Guys. I know. Well, I like don't even think I know. They're probably waiting to lock up. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to wrap up. We're in our makeshift studio, streetlight studios. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was really not what we never the plan yeah never (laughs) but thank you guys for tuning in once again this is heart on the mic and we're just really excited to be able to continue to record and bring something to you the struggle bus is real Mm -hmm. we're always honest about that you know we have a hard time recording and just getting together 
but we want to make this happen. So thank you so much for being faithful um, with us on this journey. Let us know if you have any questions, um, even with us talking discipleship. And if that may sound foreign to you, hit us up, send us a DM or email. Let us know and you'll find out. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye, guys.